Welcome on into Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thanks for joining us on a Friday edition of the show. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where, of course, it is your team every day talking BYU sports today. A lot of news and notes to catch up on, a lot of little things that popped up overnight. We'll touch on them, including some basketball and football news. An interview with Josh Larson, BYU's newest commit, a defensive end prospect out of Woods Cross High School in Woods Cross, Utah. We'll catch up with him in the second segment you can hear from him about why he decided to commit to BYU and what he makes of his opportunity to be a BYU Cougar and also why he uh, committed so quickly after immediately after receiving his offer he essentially committed on the spot he explains what all went into that decision so a lot to get to on today's edition of the show we'll also catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports tough loss for BYU baseball last night I don't know what's up with those guys they get ranked and they start losing who knows? Hopefully they can right the ship and win the series over the next couple of days down there in Los Angeles. We'll run down everything else in BYU sports for you later on in today's podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Let's get going. This is Locked on Cougars for May 3rd, 2019. All right, guys, I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked on Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah, as a producer and reporter for 1280thezone.com and the Zone Sports Network radio station, 97.5 FM and 1280 AM. I produce DJ and PK in the morning. You guys might know me as Yawk if you're new to the show. That's my nickname on the show, but it's a blast to bring this podcast to you guys each and every day. And let's kick things off today talking about some of the news and notes coming out of a great article that Jeff Jeff Call did with TJ Hawes in the Deseret News. Uh, Jeff spoke with TJ, of course, going into his senior season. I talked to him about the transition of seeing his the coach he had committed to, Dave Rose, retire and then having a new coach and Mark Pope come in. And very interesting comments coming out of TJ Haas. So I'm going to read this quote here. It says, what, the question was, what have the last couple of months been like for Haas? He said, quote, it's definitely been a lot of emotions. There's mixed feelings when there's a lot of uncertainty. It was sad to see Coach Rose go, he said. But all the changes that have been made have been fantastic so far. I really like Coach Pope. He brings a lot of energy to the program. It feels like a good, it feels good meeting with him and talking with him. I'm excited to have him around. I'm looking forward and I'm excited for new changes. It's a new team, new coaches, new everything. I'm excited for what's ahead. And I think that's a positive development hearing that from one of BYU's team captains. Uh, you, you don't want a guy who is jaded or not looking forward to playing in a new system, but it's it's good to hear him getting behind his new head coach. And I didn't expect anything less from TJ. He's been a great ambassador of the university and the basketball program for BYU, but it's good to hear him uh, sticking up for his new head coach. Uh, there have been some rumors around if, um, if around if Nick Emery would be leaving the BYU basketball program. Uh, Kind of an interesting uh, dynamic there because Nick, of course, having set out the year, uh, garnered some NCAA sanctions that forced him to miss nine games officially this past season. BYU had to vacate over 40 wins uh, due to his involvement with a BYU booster who has been since disassociated from the university and the program. But uh, all the speculation about Nick could transfer, the quote from Haas says, quote, I expect Nick to be back. I think we'll see the old Nick. He's going to have a great summer and he'll contribute a lot. If he's able to come back to BYU and he, he's 
happy to be at the program, that's great. Because as we said uh, on yesterday's podcast, if Nick Emery is able to play at the level he was before he missed that year, definitely could be a big help to BYU. But he's got to get his mind right. He has talked openly about his issues with mental illness, uh, some of the issues he's dealt with uh, during his collegiate career. We'll see where his head is at. And I'm hopeful that he's able to get things sorted out. And if he does remain with the BYU basketball program, I think it's a welcome addition. I know I had a person reach out to me yesterday asking if Nick Emery's on scholarship at BYU. And to be honest with you, I haven't gotten clarification on that. I assume he is. And if he is, it uh, the one of the spots I think BYU fans thought might be open for a guy like Richard Harward, who is transferring out of UVU, could, that could be the, the roster spot, the scholarship spot that he takes. But I would assume that Nick Emery is on scholarship. If he's not, that's where a guy like Harward could take a roster slot. But if he is on scholarship, that is one less scholarship that Mark Pope has to work with. And I'm still working to see if I can get confirmation on that. Because I've heard both sides of it. Yes, he's a walk-on. Yes, he's a scholarship athlete. And I've gotten no clarification. So I'll work on clarifying that. But it sounds like Nick Emery, according to TJ Haas, TJ Haas expects Nick to come back. We'll see what happens. I, I think it would be a welcome addition because we saw in sports last year flashes of the old Nick Emery, the guy who could really light it up from beyond the perimeter. And if he can get his mind right, get back into uh, the right frame of mind to contribute at a high level, could be a big time addition for BYU. And I know addition doesn't necessarily, uh, it's not an addition because he's not coming from anywhere, but it would be a welcome, um, just a bonus for BYU football, not BYU football, BYU basketball. We're not BYU football next but very interesting to see that um so other news and notes when it comes to the BYU basketball program were previously reported that Ryland Bergerson is transferring to Central Arkansas and congratulations to him uh the big question was okay where's Jasheer Hardnett gonna go Jasheer of course a graduate transfer from BYU just graduated uh earlier this oh just late last month I guess is when commencement took place at BYU but Hardnett announced on social media yesterday that he's going to transfer to Montana of course Montana won the Big Sky Conference. They finished this past season at 26-9. and uh, They were a 15 seed in the NCAA tournament where they lost to Michigan in the first round. So congratulations to Jasheer Hardnett. Uh, he started 47 of the 55 games during his two years at BYU, averaging 7.4 points and 1.9 assists per game. He had a career high of 24 points last season in the loss at Weber State. So best of luck to Jasheer as he heads north on I-15 and heads to the University of Montana. Wish him nothing but the best. He persevered through a lot, and I hope he has the success he's looking for in his one year with the Grizzlies next season. Uh, Bergerson, of course, will have to sit out next year as a transfer. He's only played uh, two years. He's a sophomore officially, so he'll have to sit out next year for Central Arkansas before becoming eligible to play there at Central Arkansas. And It should be interesting to see what he's able to do. He played in 50 games during his two seasons in Provo, averaged just 1.9 points per game and I hope he's able to find success I don't wish any of these guys ill will they're getting the opportunity to get an education they want to play and I can't blame them one bit Bergerson really kind of got squeezed out as did Jasheer Hardnett Hardnett of course had that hand injury that really limited him as well but you hope that these guys are able to have success in their new destinations and they also had a good experience uh, for their time while they were in Provo at BYU so there you go some news and notes when it comes to the BYU basketball program. It'll be interesting to see uh, how things shake out this offseason. I had a guy reach out to me yesterday and said, Jake, you... uh, 
you said that last week you felt like there were more transfers coming for BYU basketball, and I absolutely anticipated that. I had multiple people tell me that more transfers were coming out, and he said, well, yesterday's podcast, and you listened to yesterday's, and said that you, your tone kind of changed and sounds like most guys are going to stay on, and it's true. Everything I've heard of late is that Mark Pope has gone in and done an incredible job almost re-recruiting the roster, making sure guys understand his vision for this program, they understand what he wants to do, and a lot of guys have bought in, and I think that it reflects in what Jeff Call, the comments he got from uh, TJ Hawes about the BYU basketball program, I think he's done a great job in terms of going to guys on the roster and reselling them on what he wants to do with the BYU basketball program. I think a lot of them have bought in. That's not to say that some guy couldn't wake up tomorrow and decide, hey, I'm out, I'm going in the NCAA transfer portal. It definitely could change, but right now it looks like the roster situation for BYU is stabilized somewhat, and we'll be tracking it for you going forward. All right, there you go. That's the first segment, talking some BYU basketball news and notes. Best of luck to Ryland Bergerson and Jashir Hardnett, and also good to hear from TJ Haas and thank Jeff Call for that great article. You can go to thedeseretnews.com and read it there. Also, I'll also link it here in the show notes for you if you so desire to read it that way. All right, we'll take take a time out here, come back on the other side, and you talk some BYU football. I had a chance to catch up with BYU commit Josh Larson from Woods Cross High School. You'll hear from him next about why he decided to immediately pull the trigger once he was offered by the BYU football program and why he's excited to be a BYU Cougar in his collegiate football career. More on that next. You are listening to the Locked on Cougars podcast. A reminder for you guys, this podcast can be found everywhere podcasts are to be found. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find us, but also available on the brand new Himalaya podcast app. Check us out there. All kinds of new technology and new features being rolled out all the time on this great platform. If you are looking for a new way to catch your podcast, you can create playlists, etc. They'll build personalized playlists for you as well based on your interest in listening. All you got to do is check it out on the Himalaya Podcast app. Check out the Locked On Podcast Network. Proud partners with Himalaya. And also check out the Locked On Cougars Podcast, this podcast there. And a reminder for you, when you are driving around in your car, just tell your smart device, play podcast Locked On Cougars. I was uh, catching up with a friend yesterday, and he asked me, hey, Jake, what's this podcast you're doing? And he doesn't necessarily listen to a lot of podcasts, he said, but I kind of explained the whole concept to him. And uh, a lot of people with podcasts, they don't necessarily know how to listen to a podcast. So I'm going to make it real easy for you. I told him. I had him pull out his smartphone. I had him uh, contact Siri, push the button or just say, hey, I'm not going to do it because it'll make your phone freak out and actually do it. But he did it and I said, okay, now you got to do is tell it, play podcast Locked on Cougars. He said, play podcast Locked on Cougars. A little circle spun for a couple of seconds and there you go. All of a sudden, podcast starts playing. He said, it's that easy? I'm like, yes, it is. It's incredible. Modern technology is a marvel. I've said it previously on this podcast, and it's easy as that to catch up on the latest in BYU news. All you got to do is tell your smart device whenever you get in your car or tell your smart speaker, play podcast Locked on Cougars, and you'll be have the latest and greatest in BYU news right there for you. All right. We'll step aside here, talk BYU football next with Woods Cross High School athlete Josh Larson. That's all coming up next right here on the Locked on Cougars podcast.
Welcome back to Locked On Cougars. Thanks again for joining us on a Friday edition of the show. Please continue to share this podcast with your family and friends. I talked about a guy that I talked with yesterday. Make it, make it real easy for people. Just tell them, hey, if you want to listen to this podcast, it's real easy. Take their phone from them, sh- show them how to do it. That way they can always be up to date and be the smartest BYU fan in the room. Or you can be selfish and be the smartest guy because you already have the inside source with this podcast. Either way, please subscribe, rate, and review the show. It really does help us get the word out about the podcast with all the algorithms that these podcatchers use to really kind of rate how podcasts are going to be um, identified and promoted on their various platforms. So thank you once again for your continued support of the show. I had a chance to catch up with BYU commit Josh Larson yesterday. Talked about his commitment to BYU, why he decided that BYU was the right fit for him and also get some thoughts on his play on the field as he uh, played a lot of offensive line. He's played a lot of offensive line during his high school years at Woods Cross High School, but he will be transitioning and playing defensive end a little more this year. That's also the position of the future for him, it appears, at the collegiate level with BYU. So here's my conversation with Josh Josh Larson from Woods Cross High School yesterday right here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. Pleased to welcome in Josh Larson from Woods Cross High School, recently committed to BYU. Josh, I guess first things first, congratulations, and how does it feel to have committed to BYU to play football? Uh, Thank you, and it's really exciting. It's a great opportunity, and uh, yeah. So, I guess first off, I'm reading a a little bit about your background. Most of your family went to BYU. Was that the biggest pull to commit to BYU was just simply the family connection? Uh, yeah, so my dad played baseball there. My mom was a Cougarette and cheerleader. Uh, my brother is on a mission right now. He's going to go there. It's back, and it's just a really good school. And I think uh, just that good environment and uh, good education was uh, the biggest pull there. Okay, so explain um, how this went down. I, I assume the BYU maybe been talking to you for some time. How'd that all go about? Actually, they just started talking to me recently. They came to a practice. Uh, last week um, Coach Tuyaki um, he got my cell number contacted me uh, Sunday talked on the phone Sunday night that's when he offered me a scholarship and that's when I committed to also it was so this is all within a week roughly then oh yeah yeah all right, so uh, can you help um, our listeners here on the Locked On Cougars podcast understand a little bit more about your game? It sounds like you're going to play defensive end at BYU, but I think that people looking up your film are going to see a guy who's played a lot of offensive line and tight end. Can you kind of describe how you go about playing the game of football? Yeah, so right now um, I play offensive tackle because um, I'm one of the biggest kids at the school until so they need me on the line. But this year... Um, I'm going to start playing uh, tight end, um, starting to play tight end seven on seven during spring practices, and I'll be playing both sides of the ball, so I'll be starting at the end, and hopefully my um, primary position offense will start being tight end. All right, and I have to say, when I just first evaluated your film, I used the term relentless. How would you describe your game? Uh, I think relentless is a good word. Um, I usually don't stop uh, pushing my guy until whistle blows or on his back and it's really aggressive all right and then um how about in terms of other interests from other schools in the state who else was talking to you before you committed so before um i committed i was talking to uh utah state utah and weber state 
And any offers from any of them? Uh, no, no. BYU is my first offer. Okay, and I see, this, and that's kind of a, a story that I hear played out a fair amount. I've covered BYU for going on a decade at this point. It's been kind of interesting to see how it all kind of goes about with certain guys. Certain guys say, okay, yes, th- thank you for the offer. I want to evaluate my options. But other guys like you decide, okay, this is where I want to be. This is where I want to go, and you just pull the trigger right away. Uh, yeah, BYU is where I want to end up. And so when they offered me, it was a no-brainer to commit. Okay, uh, so with BYU, what has Coach Tuiaki kind of told you to expect from when you show up there and play? Um, so my first, the first, when I graduate uh, in 2020, uh, he said to, I'm playing on gray shirting first semester, so I won't enroll in BYU until winter of 2021. And then I'll start working out with all the return missionaries and then my first season playing will be the 2021 season. Okay, so, so so kind of in a way, you're part of the 2021 class in a way. Uh, yeah, because I'm I won't be playing, or from what he's told me, I won't be playing uh, the first year that I graduate. Gotcha. So it's just a little extra time to work out, kind of get your body in shape. And like you said, you'll be working out with those return missionaries coming off a of mission. And uh, what? so in terms of other coaches, I know Coach Tuiaki coaches the defensive ends. Have you talked to any other coaches at BYU uh, before you committed or since you committed? Um, uh, no, I've just been contacting him. A few of the coaches have reached out to me, the like cornerback's coach. Uh, I don't know his name. And... Um, I just uh, and I texted Coach Sataki and we had a little conversation about when I can come down and visit but that's pretty much it Okay, well, looking at BYU this coming season, they've got, they're, they're expected to have a pretty strong defense. Of course, Coach Satake, Coach Tuiaki have come in with that reputation of putting out stellar defenses year in and year out. Does that excite you about joining a potentially very strong BYU defensive core? Uh, yeah, it's really exciting. Um, yeah, I'm excited to. Yeah, it's, it's really exciting. So, growing up, did you play defensive end at all? Uh, yeah, I played D line growing up. Um, they almost had me at D tackle uh, last year, but I'm pretty undersized for that position. And uh, because of uh, my speed um, and my size, uh, defensive end is the best fit for me. Gosh, you're not wholly unprepared to play this position. You've played it growing up. So, uh, when it comes to making that shift, you said you played you've played offensive line a lot throughout high school here at Woods Cross. Does that kind of help you in a way that you feel like you understand more of an offensive lineman's mindset that can help you when you move over to defensive end at BYU? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, uh, knowing all the little tricks and stuff like that will definitely help me on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, give me some of your goals for this upcoming season at Woods Cross. You got one more season to play there. What are your, some of your goals for your final year in high school? Um, I want to be first team All State. That's definitely one of the goals. Um, I got snubbed from that last year, and and uh, last year our team didn't do so well. Um, our record wasn't the best, so we're really looking to improve that and. Uh, make our senior season our best. Yeah, we're excited to track you. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, So I guess last couple of things for me here is 
when it comes to BYU, it's such a unique environment, of course, uh, being uh, the sponsored institution of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. What about BYU as a school was attracted to you outside of the football program? Uh, well, BYU has a really good reputation of being a prestigious college, and so I just it's a really good school, and uh, yeah, and so that's why. All right, last things last here. Uh, anything that you want to get off your chest and let BYU fans know about yourself, your game, anything you got? Anything you got for me? Uh, just want them to know that. Uh, working really hard and I'll give everything I have and I can't can't wait to be down at BYU and I'm excited to be a Cougar. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Josh. Thank you. There you go, Josh Larson, and thank him for taking the time. And he said that BYU is the school for him. He's a B, from a BYU family, dad, mom, f- all of his brothers and sisters apparently are going to school there. So it was almost a no-brainer for him. And he that it's a really whirlwind recruiting because he said he talked to, we say, Coach Tuiaki on Sunday, got the offer and committed on the spot. They'd been talking for less than a week. So congratulations to Josh Larson. I said when I evaluated his film earlier this week on the podcast that I the word relentless came up, and he said, I like that word, and that's what I see on film from him. I know he's going to be playing defensive end. It's a little different uh, in terms of the uh, style of play when you go from playing offensive line to defensive line, but he said the mindset, he understands what an offensive lineman thinks like, and now it can help him as he makes that move to defensive end, and I wish him nothing but the best of luck. He doesn't have plans to go on a mission, reportedly. He'll play four straight years at BYU, or if he has to red shirt, he said that gray shirt will also affect it, and he won't uh, be playing football his first year, but he will be enrolled and then working out and getting ready for four straight years of play, hopefully, and I wish him nothing but the best of luck going forward. Um, a couple other news and notes about the BYU basketball program is the coaching staff has been all out over the country recruiting. Uh, they keep tweeting out locations, so you can follow them on Twitter and really catch where they're going, but they literally have fanned out across the country. Guys up in the Pacific Northwest, out to Hawaii, into Texas, the Deep South, uh, back east even to visit guys in Washington, D.C. and the like. They have fanned out all over the country, and they're literally leaving no stone unturned. They're doing a great job in California, also in Arizona, so... Best of luck to them. I know it's a crazy time for a coach because they're all over the place, but it's good to see BYU coaches really going all over in hopes of bolstering this roster. I know at times it felt like the BYU football program in the past has kind of gotten ingrained in different places where they're going to recruit and they refuse to expand their horizons. That's no longer the case. Kalani Sitake is very much taken to heart that we will go everywhere and anywhere to find the best talent, and that's a great sign if you're a BYU football fan. All right, we will step aside here, come back on the other side, catch up on everything else in BYU sports news. Tough loss for BYU baseball last night. We'll also get you ready for the weekend ahead in BYU sports. That's all coming up next right here on Locked on Cougars. You are locked on Cougars as we close out today's edition of the podcast. Thanks again for downloading the show. Please subscribe, rate, and review. I've said it previously, and I'll keep saying it each and every day. Our review numbers continue to go up, and I really thank you guys for taking the time to take the 
few moments it takes really to to fill that out on your podcatcher of, of choice, particularly on Apple Podcasts. Uh, reminder for you guys, next week will be more of a best of show. You'll hear from a lot of coaches and players I've done interviews with during spring ball at BYU, etc. I'm going to be on vacation with my family, so we'll have those set to go each day for you. You can uh, hear some of the, I guess, greatest hits of the Locked on Cougars podcast recently on next week's shows. Uh, if I do have some time, I do have my remote equipment. I said that after I get back from vacation, I want to open it up to you guys, the listeners. If you guys want to host a show of Locked on Cougars, I've got some fantastic equipment that we can meet up and do a show remotely, and it'll sound just the same as if I'm sitting in studio here at the radio station in Salt Lake City. It's pretty incredible. I'm excited to do more fan interaction. I'd love to have you guys on the podcast and kind of program the show for a day, get your guys' thoughts on BYU sports, whatever it may be. I don't care what sport you want to talk about. We'll let you kind of program the show, and it'll be your your baby for a day. I guess is the easiest way to say it. So hit me up on Twitter, at Jacob C. Hatch, or follow the show Locked On Cougars on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter as well. And let us know if you're interested in that and why we should pick you to be our fan host. And we'll probably do like a week or so of these shows. Maybe we'll do it once a week. Who knows? Let me know if you're interested in that. I would love to have you guys on the podcast to talk with me all things BYU sports. All right. Quick rundown of what happened in BYU sports overnight. Uh, BYU baseball left 13 runners stranded during a 5-1 loss at Loyola Marymount in their series opener last night in Los Angeles. The 25th-ranked BYU baseball program just had a tough loss, and they left uh, stranded runners in seven of the nine innings, twice closing an inning with the bases loaded. You clear the bases once or twice in those situations. The BYU wins this. Uh, their 22-game win streak went out hitting their opponents with snap. They actually out-hit LMU 10-9, to but those hits were all scattered, like I said, stranding all those base runners. BYU's back at it tonight at 7 o'clock Mountain Time. Uh, stream on the W.TV, also a live broadcast on, BYU, on BYU Radio, and they'll finish out that series tomorrow at 2 o'clock Mountain Time. Same deal. Stream on the W.TV and also live broadcast on on BYU Radio. Hopefully BYU can win these next two games, kind of get themselves get their ship righted because it's been weird. BYU gets ranked in the top 25 and all of a sudden they start losing at a high clip and that's just a strange scenario it's been for BYU baseball so far this season. Hopefully Mike Littlewood's team can play with those expectations and overcome them. Uh, BYU softball, they're in Northern California in Moraga. Uh, they're fa- set to face St. Mary's today at 4 o'clock Mountain Time. They're at Cottrell Field in Moraga. Best of luck to them. They'll also have a doubleheader tomorrow against St. Mary's. That'll be at 1 o'clock and 3 o'clock will be the doubleheader. So all day games for BYU softball. I haven't seen any links for a, for a live stream, etc. So you can go to the BYU Cougars website maybe later on today and look and see if they've updated that, but I have not seen that yet. And then early next week, just kind of a heads up for you guys in terms of softball and baseball. Softball is going to be hosting uh, Colorado State in a day matinee at 2.30 Mountain Time at Gell Miller Field against so again, Colorado State will be in town. I assume Colorado State probably is here facing Utah State this weekend. It's just a one-off on Monday. And also, uh, BYU Baseball remains in Southern California on Monday when they take on San Diego State in Lake Elsinore, California at Lake Elsinore Diamond. That'll be at 7 o'clock Mountain Time, live broadcast on BYU Radio. Should be a big opportunity for BYU to go against one of the better teams in the Mountain West Conference. So we wanted to get that out of the way early. 
And then also the men's and women's track and field teams. A lot of them completed action at the Weber State Twilight event yesterday, but they continue uh, with action this weekend at the Peyton Jordan Invitational in Stanford, California. Of course, it combines uh, both professional and collegiate athletes. So best of luck to the BYU track athletes competing there. There's actually a live stream on Flow Track on the BYU Cougars website if you want to track it there. All right, that's the podcast for today. Thanks again for supporting us all this week. Back next week, the best of edition. And like I said, the week after that, going to kick off kind of an off-season series where we're going to have the fans program the show. You guys want to host the show? I'll come to you. I'm happy to do it. I have a car. We'll travel, and I have the equipment to get it done. So let me know if you are interested. At Jacob C. Hatch, at Locked On Cougars on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or if you want to drop us a note, you can email me at LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. Would love to hear from you there about why you would like to host BYU, uh, host this show, Talk BYU Sports, host Locked On Cougars. I would love to have you guys on the show and have more of your voice in how this show goes forward as we kind of gear up towards uh, BYU football season. Of course, BYU uh, Media Day will be June 18th. So we got a little bit of time before football really kicks off, but we've got plenty to cover between now and then. We'll be doing our best to keep you updated. Thanks again for your continued support. Please subscribe, rate, and review the show. And thanks again for downloading us each and every day. Have a great weekend. We'll catch you next week. This has been the Locked on Cougars podcast for May 3rd, 2019.